Hello, everybody. This is Tom Harrison and Ken Krogh with the Eternal Core Podcast. We've got Dr. Tony D'Angelo here from Chicago today. So he's dialing in. Uh, we're using FaceTime. And uh, welcome, Tony. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. So good to see you again. You look healthy and strong. I'm working on it every day. That's great. That's wonderful. <laughs> you know, we, we first met you when you came out here to Utah to assist uh, Operation Underground Railroad with some of your um, health practices to assist the, the operatives as Correct. they go in harm's way to, to give them the ability to, uh, to deal with some of the stress and the PTSD that go on. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about some of your background, if you don't mind. Oh, sure. Um, well, I started out in martial arts about 38 years ago. Uh, I have hold an eighth degree black belt in a system called uh, Shobayashi Shorin Ru out of Okinawa, Japan. Uh, unfortunately, the grandmaster of our system just passed away about a year ago. Mm. Oh. Uh, and I am a senior student of uh, that organization. And in our organization, we're in four countries, and I'm in second in command of that. Uh, the senior instructor of our organization is uh, William R. Hayes. Uh, he's a former retired Marine Corps major um, and with him and also another individual we worked with uh, who was a senior student who unfortunately passed away with cancer was a deputy director of the United States Marshals uh, and, um, and his name was Mark Farmer, uh, Dr. Mark Farmer. Uh, between us, uh, mostly those guys, I was kind of behind the lines because uh, I, I was not in the service so I didn't have the credentials to get inside some of the workings. But they were, uh, Major Hayes was a part of the MCMAP program, which is the martial arts training program developed about 20 years ago. So I was kind of under the workings of some of that, involved in a little bit of uh, kind of getting some information uh, from that. And from uh, the training that I've been, I've been in Okinawa, Japan, trained on, on the different Marine Corps bases there uh, because of my teacher, trained Marines uh, and trained different service members throughout my career. I do train um, some local police departments, hand-to-hand -hand combat and awareness, situational awareness. Uh, and then since um, I got involved with that, uh, I always wanted to go deeper into the arts. And, uh, and that's why I found myself into the medical arts. Um, back in 06 is when I started exploring that and found myself uh, enrolled into the medical Qigong program with the uh, Institute. Of medical qigong and then received my doctorate in 2012 and then now been working with that uh, as well as the martial stuff uh, and that's pretty much what I've changed my career to prior to that I was 20 years in architectural interior design traveled all over the world working with different individuals in that and then um, always had that passion and then uh, when the economy shifted I, I dove into uh, going back to school and getting my doctorate and now I have a full full-time clinic and also a school, Institute of Medical Qigong, where we teach this art uh, as well as the martial. One thing that I found fascinating in our earlier conversations, Tony, is how you integrate with your training and with your knowledge so much of what other professionals have learned. And, and I, I just love the combining of your knowledge and your experience with understanding neurophysiology, understanding mental health practices, and, and just coming from a different approach. Yeah, um, yeah. Is there anything you could share with us about that that might tweak people's interest to be sure, interested sure. in coming and hearing us? 
So one of the one of the things I recognized is is bodied in cognition. You know, embodied cognition is is we feel things through our bodies. Right. And as we start to work with qigong and different types of trainings, we're working with the vessel. We're working with the body. We're organizing movement, and we know now that a lot of your issues are trapped deep within the tissues, uh, and your your brain is more or less at a task management system. Uh, so as this embodied cognition gets stimulated from an external environment, we then start to feel, and those, let's say, vibrations have memory. Uh, your brain remembers them and brings you back to an illicit memory and then brings that up into that present moment. And therefore, you have to deal with that, uh, that memory with that present moment issue. And sometimes, and most of the time, that present moment issue is just a trigger. But we don't feel it in our heads. We feel it in our bodies. And that's right. what Qigong is all about. Qigong is about getting deep into the tissue, uh, working with the different elements, which would be tied to specific organs uh, like lungs and liver, kidney, spleen, or pancreas and heart, which are associated with spe specific emotions or, let's say, uh, emotional dialogues that we have trapped in our bodies. Uh, so if we're having... And it's really simple. If we have issues, for example, like with digestion uh, in our stomach, well, we digest food, but we also digest information. We digest information coming from us in massive amounts uh, every single day. Uh, and if we have a lot of trauma and we have a lot of stress, well, those are going to be stimulated more. The beautiful thing about Qigong is that it allows us to open up these inner these inner deep tissues, shift these matrices of energy inside the body and open this stuff up. And as it opens up, we're sending signals up the spine. The brain relates to that. And then we reorganize it. We use, we can go into neurology, use hippocampus and different categorizing techniques to open it up. But the simple part is, is that we have this skill within us. This is an ancient techniques that have been used for tens of thousands of years by the Chinese. Uh, and it's just, just surfacing uh, in the last 15 to 20 years into this country. And we're starting to really get uh, a deeper understanding of how this works and how it can benefit people on a day-to-day -day basis. You see meditation everywhere. Uh, you have to look at medical qigong as moving meditation to shift the tissues, to open the mind, to open the mind to get a different parallel of what that is and how you see it to change your emotions, mm -hmm. which will then therefore change the physiology of how you uh, interact with society and your environment. So in my mental health practice, I worked with a lot of people who had suffered a lot of trauma. Uh, Correct. Some physical, some neurological, and some psychological or environmental, mm -hmm. where people were sexually abused or ritualistically sure. abused. And often it affected their bodies so profoundly that they felt like they couldn't do anything until right. they saw the connection and then we're able to start moving forward because they were letting their bodies take over and, and letting that negative emotion take over. Uh, can you give us any experience of, of how you've worked with individuals like that or oh, yeah. similar and, and give us your approach to how you help them move out of that learned tissue memory and that you know, from the trauma they've experienced? Yeah, sure. I mean, when you look at it, too, you got to think about it. Uh, when, when we have a trauma, we, we call it the fire and water method. The fire method is where you have a trauma. 
let's say uh, I'll, I'll use an example from a clinic, uh, clinical case file that I can that just came to my mind. Let's say I have an individual who is a Marshall guy, and he was demonstrating for a uh, a big group of people to try to open his business more. And uh -huh. he was on the floor, and he he hurt his foot during during this this training and this demonstration. And as he hurt his foot, he went through months of foot pain. I mean, months of foot pain. Uh, and then finally, he had found me and he came to me and he explained his story. And one of my questions was, is when we see these types of things, is what happened before? Because there's a before, during, and after all events. The one issue that we have is that we forget that and we go to the ending game of it. We're trying to rationalize or put something together in that present moment when the present moment is just a pain body. And that pain body is just giving you what that pain is, and we can't see what that pain is. So we have to kind of go backwards. Uh, and so what I did is I kind of worked with him energetically uh, and through some just some talk therapy about eliciting those situations. And what we came up with, long story short, was he had a pain across the top of his, uh, the lateral aspect of the top of his foot. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that would have been on a bladder meridian in, in medical qigong or in TCM theory, traditional Chinese medicine theory. And bladder is about letting go, letting go of fear, letting go of or having a, a clearer self-esteem, a confidence level. Mm -hmm. And and that was a superficial uh, injury. And any time we have injuries that are on the feet or hands, that's more of an acute injury. So we, I knew that this was something that was relatively new. And what we found out was the fact that during this process, just before this happened, he had gotten in an argument with his spouse. And during this argument, had the fear of his spouse leaving him and having issues and marital issues. And then he went on the floor and that little bit of injury changed the position of his foot, that little bit, that, that little bit of weakness. And it shifted that, which created that pain. And then again, like any kind of pain, we never know what it is. So he just, oh, it's just, it's just a pain in the foot. And what happens over time is the brain then kind of shuts down its communication there because it's got other things to do and you just have pain and then we just try to relate with the pain. Uh, but what we did then is once I got him to understand what that was and we were able to elicit before and then we were able to kind of process the information during and then let it go at the end. And that's the three pairs of all healing is awakening, the knowledge of what it is, and then the actual letting it go and healing process. So once we were able to get his brain organized that, we did a simple energetic treatment after to, let's say, get some neural mapping done, get the body to talk back to the brain, the brain to talk back to the body so we have an interconnection. Once that connection was organized through the specific treatments of medical qigong, uh, he was able to get up after that treatment, which is only about a 45-minute uh, session, and all the pain in his foot was gone from that point on and never came back. Uh, and we and we have this with all types of issues. We can have psychological issues. We can have emotional uh, patterns. And when you kind of look at them, we have to look at them in all that way. For example, like I talked about before, we have the fire and water aspects of this. So water is I have a mental uh, a mental thought. That mental thought is a negative thought, which changes my emotions. So now we're we're where the energy is moving down. And as that emotion changes, it's got to settle somewhere in the body. And that's where we get conditions. As soon as that settles, it's going to settle somewhere. Everybody has a, con uh, a, a condition or, let's say, a, what we would call a, an area where that would hold. Uh, so what would that would be? Let's say, um, for example, he had uh, kidney issues. So it's fear in Chinese medicine. 
So the energy moves around and settles in the, in, the, in the kidneys. And now he has lack of energy, some adrenal dysfunction, which have caused the bladder deficiency because that's a complementary organ to the kidney. And so we can trace all this and find that. And then from, the, from that, we realize that called a physical pain. Then it goes back to fire. Now the physical pain changes the emotions again and changes the mind. So we have to work both ends. And, that, and that's, we have to work the physical and the mental. Medical Qigong is a system that works the spiritual, emotional, and physical aspects of the individual and how they function in the reality that they're living. <laughs> in neuropsychiatry and psychology and trauma medicine, we call that cell memory. Exactly. And often it's very difficult to get a patient or a client to be able to understand that every trauma or every difficult situation can create a cell memory and that can then move on to a dysfunction and uh, I like the way you explain that because I think a lot of people are not aware of that you know they think they think that the body is just supposed to function for them and so they just keep pushing it and pushing it and pushing it and finally it starts rebelling Right. And, and, yeah. they, and then they have to really start listening to their body because their body is saying, if you don't listen to me, I'm just going to stop working. I'm not going to function anymore. Correct. Yeah, yeah. And that's all the ancient arts, even, even meditation. Meditation is going inward. Prayer is outward. So as we meditate, we pray to receive the divine energy. They'll want us to guide us in a way. But if we're not responsible for the internal, how can we seriously connect to something greater than us? We have to allow those two to fuse together. And that is what a lot of the practice does, uh, is it allows the fusion of the internal and external. We have to go in and listen. We have to know how to listen. There are many techniques in medical Qigong that allow us the, the inner connection, that time that we need to go in internally, understand what we feel, why we feel it's there. And a lot of times when we do that and we do feel those things, that's just the alarm system. What? It's an inner child or that baby crying in the corner of the room that you're ignoring. With this knowledge that you've gained over these last few decades, how has it changed you? How, oh, what has it done uh, for you personally? Tremendously. Uh, I, I, I can't even begin to explain the, the changes that has happened in my life, uh, in my family. Uh, in my business, everything. Um, it, it's just been very profound. It's made me realize the beautiful things in life that we have to pay attention to on a day-to-day -day basis that we mostly ignore because we're in the grind. We're not paying attention. We're not paying attention to ourselves. We're not paying attention to our heart and mind and that connection. That connection is so important for us to love ourselves and to become one with ourselves and become one with the Creator then how, if we can't do that, how are we going to really connect? I mean, everybody talks about opening the heart and really connecting. But when you have all that trauma in the heart in Chinese medicine is what is the memory, is the memory of all that trauma. How do you, how do you open that up truly without, the, without those techniques? Uh, so for me, it's just been a profound experience. I'm still on the path. I'm enjoying it every single day. I'm learning every day how to go deeper, uh, how to bring myself to a different level to appreciate the things around me. Uh, my family, my business, my life, the people in my life, and the people like you guys, we all connect in for a certain reason because we're all on that same path. And right. I look forward to that path every single day. This reminds me of a, of a story that we find in the New Testament. And there's this woman who is suffering for 
longer than a decade with what they called an issue of blood, and she was hemorrhaging horribly, and it said that she had spent all of her living going to doctors. And she heard of the Jesus was coming through a town, and she got in her mind, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, yeah. I would be well. And here he comes to the town, and there are people pressing him on all sides. And, and she reaches out and touches the hem of his garment, and she feels that issue of blood dry up immediately, and Jesus stops and says, who touched me? And his, his disciples say, what do you mean who touched you? There's people all around you. Everybody's <laughs> touching you. And he said, no, virtue has gone out of me. And then he turned and saw the woman, and he realized what had transpired. And he said to her that she would be well, that her faith had made her whole. Yeah, I, I love that concept because it goes along with these structures of the power we have within us yes. and the power of faith and hope and how it can impact another person's life. Yeah, definitely. And, and just hearing that story, and I've heard the story and read it, uh, it's amazing because when I read that, we almost look at it like, oh, it's almost, how do you do that? Well, that's what's amazing about the Qigong and the medical Qigong stuff is that it teaches you what energy is and how it works, how to utilize it in your body, how to move it in your body. And once you can understand that, how to emit it for heal healing. And there's enough information out there about the aspect of energy healing and how it works, and, and it is going to be the forefront of the future. Uh, you know, I mean, a lot of people ask me, does, is it real? Well, I mean, in, in, in that case, there's so much literature out there and books that are proving this day in, day out that it is no longer an, it's a no longer an issue uh, it's just now how do we how do we gain these abilities and that's the one thing becoming a Taoist priest I really really started to understand is that becoming a Taoist priest really just aligned me to divine in a way and kind of like I guess that you could say it's like we're plugged plugged into either 120 and some of us are plugged into 220 but becoming a Taoist priest and plugged me into 480 and I can really <laughs> understand what that energy is now and how to move it. And, and that's my goal in life is to teach others this wonderful gift that I've been given and be able to do those types of things and just be able to touch people in a way to energize them, to give them hope, to open something up in them that they, they never knew was alive. I found in my practice, I'm just trying to figure out how to say this best, Sometimes people would come in full of hope and full of faith that this was going to help them. And I found that through their hope and faith and their belief in the process, they healed so much quicker than yes. those who came out, came in full of doubt. It was almost like their doubt stripped away from my capacity or ability to be able to do the same thing with them. Do you find that in Qigong, that, that oh, yeah. what, what, a, what a patient brings to you affects what you can do to them? Oh, absolutely. Or for them? Uh, absolutely. And it's all about, are they ready to heal? And are they really ready to take that step? I mean, I'm sure you have, and I have had many clients come into my clinic and say, I'm ready to heal. And my question is, are or you Or I will ready? do anything. 
And then you ask them to do something very simple (laughs) and they go, I won't do that. Yeah. Well, that's it. It's like, are you willing to, and just some of the exercises or meditations that we have and, you know, in all my career, uh, I've been treating now for 10 years and it's like, wait a minute, you, you, I, I have a list of things I would like you to do. They're really easy. And, and you know what we get all the time is, well, I don't have time for that. And, and they want the magic pill. They want that one little thing that's going to shift it. But in order to truly heal, it takes work. Uh, you know, it, take, it takes a lot of work. And, and one of the things I do is I really try to get into the model of the world of the individual. I try to see the world through their eyes. I try to go into a non-judgment place. Uh, because, you know, otherwise we look at them as a client and we judge their position, their thought process, who they are, how they interrelate. But that's kind of ignorant because we really don't know what that is. So as I try to get deeper into the model of the world, it allows me to see how they function, how they, how, who they are, how they look at the world. And then from that, I can start to reverse engineer a process or a prescriptive concept that they can they can bite into and get some energetic rapport too. That's the beautiful thing about what we do is that I can discuss this with them uh, and then I put them on the table and I show it to them energetically. And they may not understand that on the first few treatments, but the more they come, the more they start to resonate. Their body shifts. The All of a sudden they come to me and they're like, I say, well, hey, so that one thing you had an issue with, how is that? You know what? I haven't thought about that in a last couple of weeks. Wow. Well, that's it. That, that's the beautiful, you've had, the beautiful um, thing. You've had some pretty big impact out here in the Western United States. You've got a lot of students yes. now that are settling in in different metro areas and starting practices. There's, there's many that we've met here here in Utah. You came out to visit us in, in working with Operation Underground Railroad a little bit. But yeah. walk us through, um, there's, there's two questions here. One is, what, what would it be like if someone really wants to pursue learning what you've learned, being taught to become a practitioner, and then what's it like to be a patient, to come in, maybe those two, I know that's a big, sure. big thing to cover, but what's, what's it like for both those experiences? Well, become a, become a, cl- a student um, is definitely a journey. Uh, our school is broke down into four years, it's, it's actually a five-year program. The first year is practitioners. Practitioners is gaining your ground, really knowing who you are, how you settle in this world and where you fit. Uh, and then we go into the second year, and the second year is the is called the therapist uh, year, and that's about your, let's say, your, your, your function and your ability to cope and work with other people. So it's a therapist-type style. So the first year is like yourself. A, first year is figuring out yourself a little yes, bit. Yes, first year you've got to work on yourself. Get yourself grounded. I, all the time people tell me they're grounded, and, and that's probably one of the biggest things that I see in clinic is not too many, even people that, oh, I'm grounded. Yeah, no, you're not. I mean, because if you're in your mind and in your head, you're not grounded. That, that's a, that is a journey in itself to get grounded. Yeah, I once find, you feel it. I find that people say, I'm grounded. They're usually not. When people really come to that, you know, then they realize, oh, I have to keep working at this process. So go ahead, please. Yeah, and, and that's exactly it. I mean, that's what the classes do. They make you aware of all your shortcomings. All the things, all your processes, your ideology, your distortions, deletions, and you and you realize, wow, wait a minute, I, I, I'm not who I thought I was, and that's a big issue about about how we teach. Is who are you? Well, we get this all the time. Well, I'm a husband. I'm a doctor. No, you're not. Who are you? What's the depth of what that is? Open the heart. Open the mind. Open the body to to reveal that true essence of who you are. 
Uh, and, and that's a part of that enlightening process uh, that you will receive in that first year. In the second year, we go into that. And the third year is about connecting to the divine, because if you're not a container, uh, then it's really difficult to receive the true essence of what the divine has to offer. And that is all that celestial realm of energy uh, that, that is taught in the master's program. And then a doctorate program is usually a two-year program. And it's kind of like, let's say, let's tear it all down and rebuild it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and as a client to come in, in, a, in, a, in a, into a medical Qigong session, uh, it, it's really interesting because uh, my clinic is booked always about a month to month, two months out. So we, we built, I built out, a, I built a pretty good uh, clinic. Uh, and one of the things we get now is more word of mouth. But before when I had to explain this to somebody, it was one of those things that's really difficult to explain to an individual about what an experience is uh, as a medical Qigong uh, client. Uh, one of the things I can say is that you really don't understand it until you get on the table and you experience the energy shifts in your body, the unblocking, the, un the unwinding of, of this information that's blocked inside the tissues. And it's a really uh, shifting uh, experience. And you, most people cannot put it into words. They just know that they really enjoyed that treatment and it, and it shifted something. And even sometimes as a doctor of medical qigong, it's really difficult to even put my finger on what shifted because we are such vast dynamic systems that it's almost hard to say, oh, it's because of this and that. Yeah, and, well, uh, I heard it said once, we have this universe inside of us, and sometimes it's hard to realize what planet adjustment really created the change. Yeah, and you, you think about that one little shift can shift 50 trillion cells. Right, I mean, so right. what, what will happen? And you think about the Chinese concepts of this, and they looked at the river systems, and they would say, well, if we put a block way up at the top of the hill, well, then all the villages at the bottom will not receive the water. So what we have to do is we have to go and look at what we can do. So if I let's pull this massive dam out, well, imagine a rush of water coming through the system and how it's going to cause a destructive uh, concept on all these villages. So it's kind of like we have to open things slowly, allow them to evolve. And that's somebody who's experienced medical Qigong practitioner that allow that client to evolve in that nice, soft manner. So, I mean, because you can, you can have all types of things happen on the table. And even after, I've had people, you know, have, oh, my systems got, my symptoms got worse. I'm worse off than I was. Yeah, we're opening things. My pain's worse. Yeah. Things have been shut down and shut off. We have to open things and turn them on. That means the neurons are going to be activated. You are going to have more stimulation. We have blood flow, fluid flow. So yeah, there's a lot of amazing things that happen on the table mm. as, you, as you progress through the right. through, uh, uh, treatment process. Yeah. Now, I understand there's been a massive surge of uh, people coming from China to uh, the West uh, to open and, and to and to bring these things that have been around for thousands of years, these, these truths that, that and, and there, it's quite a growth time right now for, for Qigong here in, in the States, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I remember when I started, and I remember uh, it was back in 09, I opened up YouTube, just to give you an idea, and I looked up Qigong, there were three videos, three. Wow. And I remember going, oh wow, this is not gonna be easy. Uh, and so now you just look at, and I remember even when Dr. Ari, uh, Jerry Allen Johnson put this all together, I mean, it's been a process of evolution since the mid-80s to get this to happen. And he had to have um, a lot of his, 
he he he's, he worked a lot with China, and he gave him the permission to open this up in the United States and kind of build a satellite of the Henan University of mm -hmm. Medical Qigong. And it's just taken time to grow. And you think about yoga too is another practice that took a lot of time to grow. Uh, but I see this happening a lot faster um, than than any other art. And and the beautiful thing is is that I, I welcome it. Uh, just like anything else, when you have that mass surge, we just hope that the integrity of the individuals coming is going to be good and honorable and have the values that we're looking for uh, uh, to to open this up correctly. Well, Dr. D'Angelo, this is one of the reasons we invited you to come to this conference, because we think that it will just give people an opportunity to just consider other processes. Yes. But... but to me, Tony, even more importantly, to start considering their selves and their bodies and yeah. seeing the complex process of what creates illness and what maintains illness yeah. and to just start seeing it from just a different point of view, to just kind of turn that structure around a bit, to just start looking at it from a different structure. Because I think the more we open ourselves to more information and more truth and to more ideas, then we can start that process of healing. So thank yes. you so much for your willingness to speak with us and also join us on March 29th and 30th at Little America Hotel, where uh, Dr. D'Angelo will be there uh, and also all the other people that you've heard us talk about. Is there anything that you can leave us with today that will just kind of cause people to think before March 29th and then be excited to come and chat with you or listen to you? Sure. I mean, just imagine having the ability and the power to go within yourself, no matter what the issue is, no matter if it's physical, emotional, spiritually, or mental, understand that contract and be able to, let's say, balance it at any cost and allow yourself to awaken to something far greater than you can ever imagine and and give yourself that immortality that life that vitality that you're looking for and that is the key to this and and nobody can do it but yourself right and and that's the idea of this is to, to own your own power know thyself connect with that infinite yes. Well, thank you so much. Any parting shots that you have, well, Ken? Well, Tony, I, I have not been able to be on the table when you're in town, but a few of those who've graduated from some of those first few years of your courses, I have been. And yes. I can tell you it's pretty remarkable. I, I was waiting to see what was going to happen, and boy, I, I personally got up on the table, and I was absolutely enthralled with the forces that were at work, the peace the energy that came over and and the results that I was able to gain quickly so I have to say I, something's going on here that's pretty powerful and <laughs> yes it's been, it is it's been interesting to watch it's been quite a validation to see what you've done for our, our nation's military in terms of getting teams to work well together the the the, the 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 time and effort that you've put in we really are grateful we're excited to have you out here at the end of March we really want to learn more about Qigong and all the wonderful things that you've been able to accomplish Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. May God continue to bless you. Thanks, Tony. Thank you. You too, sir. Appreciate it. Thanks. Bye-bye.